Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Welcome in to Take Command. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson with you here from Odyssey Sports. And uh, we got a lot to talk about because training camp is in full swing. And uh, one of the best players in Commander's franchise history of the past decade has hung it up. So we will talk a little bit uh, about Ryan Kerrigan here at the top, then get in to everything about training camp. And we are hoping to have Ryan Kerrigan on the pod very soon. Uh, Logan, your former teammate, uh, we have been in touch uh, a little your people talk to my people, except for we're just we're talking to Ryan, uh, hoping to make the schedules work. And uh, we, we might have him as soon as Thursday. So uh, basically, the lesson is, as always, Logan, if you're not subscribed, you're missing out. Subscribe. Subscribe. You heard the man. That's all. That's, all that's it. Say. That's the subscribe. podcast. Subscribe. I'll, I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. <laughs> um, I, I was not obviously blown away by Ryan's decision to retire. Um, he yeah. is an incredibly accomplished player who had a, a pretty long career. At the same time, it feels somewhat sudden because he was still playing here at a pretty high level not that long ago. Um, when did you get the news, and, and what was your reaction when uh, you heard your former teammate was hanging it up? I mean, I think there was always some speculation after his year in Philly. Not that he played poorly, but like his role had diminished. I knew his... He was having an issue, um, like a health issue, nothing like serious, but just kind of from playing for 10 years that I know was kind of um, lingering about. I don't know if he's talking, I would say, but I don't know if he's been talking about it. Yeah, so I'll just I, kind I of don't leave it at that. know that I've seen it. So, yeah. So, you know, again, like those things kind of add up as you play longer and longer. And, um, I, you know, he hadn't signed with the team and we talked a little bit via text. And, you know, I, I kind of was like, I wonder if he's thinking about it. And I kind of got the vibe that he was kind of leaning that way. So I wasn't totally shocked i'm a little shocked that he didn't do it last year you know that he thought he could play another year but um you know just i'm so happy honestly that i was able to be there for it like kind of through serendipity that i was here with the team and like covering the team and got to do like a little interview with him on the day and uh because he's one of my like favorite people that i ever played with just an awesome fantastic human being in addition to being a great football player so 
Um, not totally surprised by the news and just very, very grateful that I got to kind of be there for, for the end of it, you know, and kind of share that day with him, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, definitely. Um, he, he's one of the guys that obviously I knew was super important when I got here in 2015. Um, as a beat reporter, I was like, I should probably get to know Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, it's a name that no matter where you were elsewhere in the NFL for as many guys get that get kind of lost in Washington, um, for any variety of reasons, Ryan had emerged as a star because of his production on the field. Um, you know, he had earned that. He is a guy that had double-digit sacks a bunch of years, which, you know, again, like I think you can dive into some of those seasons and say like, oh, yeah, he, he accumulated three uh, against a really bad line on one particular game, and the consistency wasn't there in some of those later years. But like he had earned – like in order to to continue to make Pro Bowls, for instance, as a guy who – is getting there on reputation. You have to earn the reputation in the first place, which probably also means you missed a couple on the front end that maybe you should have gotten. Um, and, and Ryan's definitely one of those guys that he was able to maintain those numbers later in his career, even if the play wasn't quite as consistently brilliant as it was in kind of those prime years of his career. Um, but the way he was able to continually produce at a high level, the way he was able to continually get after the quarterback and kind of, I think, transition later in his career a little bit, you know, he was always kind of a, I won't say like a traits guy in terms of like, he, he's, he's mainly a bull rush kind of guy. Um, he wasn't like a guy who was going to beat you with a bunch of finesse and moves. And it's not like he, he became that, but certainly one of these guys that as his career went, he continued to figure out the kind of the art of pass rush and the skill of it and, and the timing and, and some of these just nuanced things. Many of the things that we're hoping that Montez Sweat and Chase Young could learn from a veteran like a Ryan Kerrigan if, if one were to be signed, or if a guy like Ryan starts hanging around the facility a little bit more and, and doing some coaching. I know he's been around the field the last couple of days, um, but it's it's the kind of thing that you watch a guy like that, you know, be, go from young young bull, if you will, to a guy who who you can see thinking the game and just has that next level understanding. It was really fun uh, progression to watch and and I'm grateful that I got to cover him and and also obviously the person he was is a, is a human being is is second to none. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh you know Ryan to me is like the ultimate the ultimate like blue collar player and I think a lot of people hear that and they think it's like a knock like he was just a guy who was so incredibly consistent. Consistent in his daily approach, consistent in his game approach, consistent in his play approach. And like that is something that I will always respect about him. And I always respected guys that were the same every single day. Like he might be having a tough time at home, but you would never know it, man. You could set his you could set your watch by him and his and his uh, and the way he approached the game. And I think that's something that is just a testament to him and his character. And again, you mentioned the bull rush thing—a guy that never really got crazy with the moves. You know what I mean? It was always kind of a, a long arm, maybe to counter inside type of guy, uh, or power power rip to the outside. So not not overly technical necessarily, but a guy who was going to do those two things and just ask you to stop him on 30 rushes in a game. And oftentimes guys couldn't do that. I think that just speaks to just, again, like how consistent he is. Like if, if Montez or Chase adopted just that approach of just being like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing every down. Like they would be much more effective football players, even though they don't have all the flashy Instagram pass rush moves necessarily. Like just that will to kind of um, impose your desire on, a, on another player was, was kind of how Ryan played from a pass rush standpoint. It sounded like, I mean, Ron, Ron, sorry to cut you off, but like Ron made a comment last week that almost suggested he hopes Chase becomes that. Like he hopes Chase stops with all the other stuff and just kind of becomes a guy who's uses his physical dominance to to get after it. And he didn't reference Kerrigan by name by any stretch, but he did kind of reference exactly what you just said of just like quit overthinking it and just be great. Like you are so physically dominant. Just go. 
Yeah, and I think in this age of like um, PFF metrics and pressure metrics and stuff, guys are hunting for more ways to get pressure. But like, you know, sometimes you just got to rush. Just rush and be consistent with your angle, consistent with your line, consistent with your approach, and you'll be productive. And that's what Ryan did. Like, I don't think anybody's like looking up Ryan Kerrigan's sacks as like, oh, wow, look at this cool Instagram cut up I found. But dude has 95 sacks, 95 and a half sacks on his career. And not many people in the world can say that about anything. So, and again, that's just being consistent down in and down out. So I understand Ron's kind of perspective on that and wanting to get Chase to abide by that because that goes a long way in, in pass rush specifically. I think too, Ryan is the kind of guy that it's really easy to think about the things that he maybe was not, especially, and I, I will say as an analyst, like I was maybe guilty of this uh, in the last couple of years he was here as opposed to appreciating what he was, which is now easier in hindsight because right. we always look to, to glorify people when they sure. hang it up. But um, it's really easy to look at like Ryan and say like, yeah, he got fooled on some play actions or, you know, he didn't have a million pass rush moves or whatever. And then you just like go, wait a second. He was a guy who got you 10, 11 sacks a year. He was a guy right. who almost never missed games he was a guy who or even on a leadership front right like ryan was not a rah-rah get in the middle of the huddle you know like sometimes he was that guy but he was not inherently like a super vocal leader um and you mm-hmm. can speak to it more behind the scenes but you know certainly what we saw and, and what i was told he wasn't the kind of guy that was gonna like get up rip someone in a meeting or, or do any of that stuff but he was going to lead by example. And that is also a form of leadership that you need on, on a football team. You need some of those guys. You need some of the vocal guys. You need some folks that are willing to follow. Like you need a variety. And Ryan was so clearly defined and exactly who he was that it does make it easy to build around him. And at times they did a really good job of that here and, and trying to get, you know, a Preston Smith to play opposite of him. You know, they put an emphasis on, on some of the D tackle spots, obviously in those later years with Allen and Payne, they try to maximize, you know, the pressure inside to, to keep Ryan free on the outside and let him do his thing. So I think Ryan's Ryan's the exact kind of player that is great. And if you get caught trying to appreciate how he's not legendary, like you miss the point that he was freaking great And that, just like you said, you can set your watch that greatness for almost a decade in the league. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, and I think that's something fans need to understand. I think everyone, you know, like with the draft, we just did the draft, and we've got all our draft picks here now. Um, you know, they, they want to think about, oh, you know, like are any of these guys going to be the next, you know, elite player? Is Jahan going to be the next Julio or Jerry Rice or whoever you want to put in there? But, like, sometimes it's just good to have good pros, man. Good pros, good professionals, guys who are, uh, you know, I had this conversation with Santana a couple of days ago. There's something to be said for being – solid in the NFL because like there's guys some of the best players some of the most like vigorous battles I had in my career were against guys who were solid pros you know what I mean they weren't going to go in the hall of fame they weren't going to go to the pro bowl they were just kind of below that top tier and for Ryan like he was in that pro bowl category keeping that kind of solid moniker and I think fans need to understand that there is value to that to the consistency of a player that you know exactly what you're going to get because you know, like they're not going to give you more, but they're never going to give you less. And that never going to give you less thing is so, so critical. You know, and I think 
to kind of elaborate on this season, like they did a good job, this this coaching staff and the scouting department did a good job of finding guys like that, guys like Ryan who are consistent in their professionalism. And I think that that's, that's so, so important, you know, and it like, it's it, his, when they drafted him in 2011, honestly, it changed my perspective on creating a team, you know, cause like, I just thought the other guy that he was kind of in competition with was, was Robert Quinn. And Robert Quinn's still playing, and he's had bigger sack numbers, but the consistency hasn't been there. And a guy that in Ryan, who you know is never going to get in trouble, never going to miss a meeting, never going to miss an assignment, and like that's just who he is. And if you had 11 of those guys, you've got a really damn good football team. And I think that's something that fans often overlook in, in favor of something that's a little bit more flashy. And um, it's important to remember that the NFL is not about that all the time. It's about those guys who do what they're supposed to do and do it at a high level. And that's what Ryan was to a T. You know? And I think hopefully um, – you know, he gets his name in the ring of honor and all that stuff because he definitely deserves it as a human being, man. Like, you know, you've talked to him just a just one of the most stand up humans you've ever met in your entire life. And a guy who has made a ton of money, but has never changed. You know, he's not he's the same guy as, you know, into that I met in 2011. He's the same guy that I had lunch with today in the cafeteria at, at, at the park, you know. So I think that, again, just speaks to the type of person that he is. Yeah, Ryan was the kind of guy that would disappear on us from like a media standpoint for a while, just like the way his schedule was. Um, like yeah. he would be in the weight room or get in recovery or whatever when when it was open locker room. And there was a couple of times where we had to go to PR and be like, hey, like Kerrigan hasn't talked in a while. Can we get him? He'd be there the next day, always. Yeah. And like, you know, I that, that wasn't always the case with guys. Or like he'd show up and be like, hey guys, sorry. Uh, you know, I've been been getting extra treatment. What, what's up? Can, I, can we do this in, you know, five minutes, whatever? Like, yeah, okay, right. cool. Or, like, you know, they, he'd let us know, like, hey, guys, I'll be back in 10 minutes, like, meet you in my locker. And that kind of accountability from a leader, you know, you don't you don't need to talk every day. You don't need to be available necessarily every day. Like, your job does, as a player, include talking to the media, especially if you're a, a primetime player, a highly paid player, a leader like Kerrigan was. Um, but it's not your entire job, nor is it the most important part. And, and we're certainly willing to work with guys. And so that was something I was appreciated, too, was, like, you know, Ryan wasn't, Ryan wasn't the kind of guy that was looking to talk, but mm-hmm. if if there was questions that needed to be asked uh, for whatever reason, or he hadn't talked in a while, like you could count on on him showing up if he was asked to be there. Um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, obviously on a much larger. I mean, that's a very personal kind of you know specific to the media uh, relationship tidbit, but. You know, obviously the work he did in the community, um, you know, the the annual golf tournament he did for, which I believe he took over from Arakpo, if I'm remembering correctly. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah, he took that over in the work he did to, to help fight leukemia. Um, and, and I'm sure the things that he'll continue to do, and we can obviously, when we have him on, talk about ways in which he plans to stay in this community. I know he and his family had moved out west. His wife, I think, is from California. Um, so I don't yeah. know whether he'll be staying. You know, maybe you do, and you know, it's up to him to really say what he's going to be doing next. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether he'll be he'll be staying here, doing taking some of that work out west, what, whatever it is. I'm sure that he will continue to be a part of of the Washington community for years to come because he did make sure that like he like he lived here. Like this was this was uh, like he's one of the guys that you could count on seeing out in the community. Like he, the kind of guy like he mentioned in his retirement note, right? Like. Oh, the highs in the grocery store. Like Ryan was still going to the grocery store. Like that's he just he just didn't see himself as like anybody special. And he just you know he's like yeah like I got to go to Wegmans like everybody else or wherever he went. Right. Yeah, and I think the other thing that really stood out to me, and this is again like a hundred percent a Ryan thing, and it sounds like we're gushing over him, but like this is just how he is. You know, it's easy to gush about a guy who's just. Oh, we'll make fun solid. of him to his face. So you know, we'll yeah, save we'll, we'll save those for yeah. uh, whenever he's on the pod. 
yeah, seriously. But, you know, like the fact that he was like, oh, you know, one of the hardest things about coming back and the most emotional things was all the relationships that he mm-hmm. made while here. And he didn't even say, like, coaches and players. He was like media, like equipment room, like training staff, weight room staff, like the cleaners. Like that's just how he was as a dude, you know, like very approachable, very accessible. And, you know, I'm very happy for him that he's like made this decision and is uh, kind of ready to start the next chapter of his life. And um, it can be very challenging, obviously, I have, having just done it myself. And I know that it's kind of uh, probably bittersweet for him, but um, I'm happy that he can look back with pride and know that he did something pretty spectacular. Yeah.